Hello and welcome to episode two of Surrendering Average. Today we are talking about paradigms. What is a paradigm? How to experience a paradigm shift? What is the difference between the conscious and subconscious mind? We'll talk about how your focus becomes your reality. And again, a step-by-step process on how to change your paradigms. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today we are going to continue on the 10-step process into experiencing a massive change or shift in our life. Last week we discussed how to go from a closed mind to an open mind, a fixed or growth mindset. And this week we will continue on with item number two, which is changing a paradigm, essentially a model. A paradigm is the way you view and make sense of the world around you. Your your personal perception, your own lens. I find it extremely fascinating how we're all living in the same world. Some of us can even have the same circumstances. We might even work at the same job, live in the same neighborhood, have the same amount of family members. Almost identical lives, but yet we see things and experience things completely different. We all have a different viewpoint. We all have different beliefs. We all take take from different situations, different uh, different lessons. It's everyone lives a completely different life, and that's because our lives are lived internalized. They're not lived from our outside experiences. We interpret interpret experiences and draw beliefs and draw feelings and emotions from those scenarios, and that's how we formulate our world. That's how we view the world now based on those past events. A paradigm is a concept that can be positive or negative. A, a paradigm, if a paradigm is positive, it will let you view life with more optimism, with more growth and potential to evolve in life, a better self-image, the ability to learn instead of falling because of setbacks. Negative paradigms can leave you stuck in your old ways, not being able to see new possibilities, your mind is shut to new possibilities, and you'll generate the same thoughts over and over again, resulting in the same actions. You, Like I said, you can experience the same event. You can have the same circumstance. And all you need to do is change this paradigm. Change the way you look at things. And this is, this is accomplished through the subconscious mind. So I'm going to kind of explain the conscious and the subconscious mind because it's a very important key to this whole paradigm thing as well as to understanding how our internal mind and body reacts to what our mind is telling our body. So first there's the conscious mind and that's that's basically controlled by all our senses. What we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste, what we touch. We're conscious of all those things. Um, this conscious mind is, I guess, considered like the thinking mind. We can interpret all these senses and then we can have a thought about that, and we're aware of that thought. The subconscious mind is essentially like the emotional mind. It's what's running in the back. It's what's been pulling all the information from every experience in our whole entire life. It's taken, it's accepted all this information, and it's built these paradigms without us even being aware of it. So basically, 
to change a paradigm, we need to be aware of what we're putting into our subconscious mind. Before we talk about how to kind of program that subconscious, I want to explain a little bit more in depth on how the subconscious mind works and back it with a little bit of science. So any thought that is repeated consciously or unconsciously into our subconscious mind becomes fixed there. Fixed ideas or habits created from these thoughts will continue to express themselves without any conscious assistance. Now, to prove that this isn't just a theory, neuroscience says that the brain is extremely efficient. It wants to take the path of the least resistance, kind of like um, I'm an electrician. So kind of like uh, the electric the electric current, it wants to take the path of least resistance, it's going to go to the most conductive substance. And the just like our brain is going to want to take the path of the least resistance, which is going to familiar routes, taking that same familiar path. So our experiences create neurochemicals resulting in neurons that to fire and wire through synapse connections, passing the same familiar chemicals such as dopamine, oxytocin, cortisol, to our muscles and glands, which then make us take a certain action or feel a certain way. If we encounter an experience similar to one in the past, our brain will automatically do this for us. It'll create those same chemical releases um, thus not giving us a chance to experience new emotions when experiencing a familiar experience. So if we've, you know, in the past, if we got traumatized or we're scared of dogs because a dog chased us and now we're going for a walk and a dog barks at us, instantly we're going to feel scared. We're going to feel frightened because of our past scenarios. It's going to release those chemicals because we've already released them based on a past experience. Another example, my mom is terrified of elevators and same thing. If we go in a building, as soon as she walks and sees that elevator door because she got stuck in an elevator in her past, she's now terrified of elevators. Even when she sees them, her anxiety levels go up. She gets scared. She gets tense. All those chemicals are being released because of that past experience she's experienced before. And if she's not going to break those patterns and she's not going to redirect those neural, neural pathways, create the neurons to fire in different ways they're just going to do what they normally do based on their past experience so basically if we want to feel better and have a better life with the same circumstances and the same environment then we're going to need to know how to alter this so on a daily basis if we keep thinking the same thoughts about our job about our life about our relationship just like the elevator, just like the dog, we are going to keep continually creating the same chemical emotion in our brain, which is going to get released into our muscles and glands. And it's going to make us act a certain way because we're going to feel a certain way. Our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. And we're going to keep creating the same life. We're going to keep getting frustrated at the same things, having the same issues, not progressing, create the same results because we're bound to those same chemicals being released at the same time, at the same events, every day. It's just a vicious cycle. But the good news is there is a way to interrupt that. There is a way to break these patterns and 
I kind of want to share that with you because I've learned how to do that myself and I can back that it actually works. So before we judge ourselves about about any of this, we have to be understanding that it's it's not our fault. It's just our brains, essentially our brain's fault. Our brain is the one creating us to do this because it's so damn efficient and it wants to take the path of the least resistance. It just is going to naturally create those same synapse releases because it's the path of the least resistance. Now, most of us inherited these all our paradigms through our genetic, through passed on through our through our genes, through our genetics, and and also our environmental conditioning. So when we were young kids, everything that happened around us went right into that subconscious mind. We weren't aware of it, especially as children. We didn't have that awareness. We just absorbed things like sponges. And science, again, has proven that from the ages zero to seven, we are the most malleable. Our brains are the most malleable. They take in, they absorb. The subconscious can't filter anything. It only accepts information. So as a child, if you're not filtering that information, your subconscious is being built. These these neural pathways are being built over and over again. And, and that's creating us to see life a certain way. So that's why the upbringing of kids and our our upbringings are so important and and that's why we kind of see I even saw this especially in my own life you you take on so much of, of the traits and, and the beliefs and the viewpoints of your parents because especially as kids you just you just act upon what you see that's that's your belief that's your environment you're not exposed to anything else than the environment of your own household so you take that in and your brain naturally creates creates these uh, these these pathways and these chemicals, and that essentially creates our our paradigms. Um, without knowing, we have the ability to alter these auto-programmed emotions. We might carry these paradigms until until we die. That's why it's so important to break these patterns, to interrupt these patterns. And I just want to give some real life examples of paradigms I've recently shifted these paradigms I, I, I honestly thought I was destined to just because I said well I'm the way I am I was built this way you know this is me I didn't know I could control any of this I didn't know how the brain worked I didn't know that there was ways that your thinking can interrupt this and your thinking can then create emotions and your emotions can drive you to create new actions and so I'll just share with you a few paradigms that I've shifted recently and yeah, it's been uh, it's been an absolute game changer. So I always thought I was I was destined to come home from work grumpy, as I mentioned. That was kind of the pivot to my whole transformation. I wanted to change this grumpy state that I would come home from work, and I was always grumpy. I couldn't help it. I was just so low. I had such low energy. I'd come home grumpy. I didn't want to be showing up the way I was, and and it was affecting my relationship. It was affecting my life. But again, my paradigm was. You know, I saw I saw a father who got home from work and he was generally grumpy as well, generally shut down emotionally. Um, as a kid, you know, he he would always go out and play with me and, and, and put in his effort. And he did an amazing job as a father. I'm not judging him at all. But uh, there was definitely times that I would just see him get home from work and he was probably emotionally drained and had low energy. And and I kind of absorbed this as a kid. And I started you know, I started acting this way when I got older. So I really worked on changing that paradigm 
And once I learned these techniques that you can, through what you think, through your thoughts, through the information you consciously put into that subconscious mind, you can begin to break those patterns, to break that that cycle that we've that we've held on to our whole life. Um, so that was a big one. Another one is I, I thought I needed alcohol to have fun. I used to drink excessive amounts of alcohol on the weekends with my friends from the ages of like 18 to 23. And most of the time, Friday and Saturday, and we would just binge drink. It's crazy to look back and think about how much I drank. Um, but again, that was kind of a, a pattern put into my subconscious that we, we had so much fun together and we had amazing times that I started to believe that I needed alcohol to have fun. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be reliant on alcohol for fun by any means. It was just kind of the lifestyle and again, the environment that I grew up in. And I thought that was just the norm. And the last couple of years, I've really, really dialed back my alcohol consumption and, and through willpower and, and honestly, just being present at events, um, I, I try to barely drink anymore. If there's not any occasion, I, I definitely never want try to drink at all, anything. And if there's a special occasion or event, you know, I'll have a, have a glass of wine or something and, and really limit myself. But honestly, I have equal amount of, it's a different type of fun, but it's, it's fun I can extract beyond the weekend like I would I'd be so hurting after a weekend of partying um that I would just you know I'd get down on myself I'd beat myself up I'd have anxiety throughout the week I'd be drained I'd have mental fog and now I can just show up have way less alcohol if not any at all and be present extract the enjoyment extract the fun from that weekend and even reflect back on it and just feel amazing the next week. So that that is a paradigm I shifted as as well. I can see <laughs> through a new lens that I can have just as much fun. It's a, it might be a different type of fun, but I've shifted my perspective. I see that I can have fun without that alcohol. So that was a big one. Um, one that I'm really working on right now that I'm still struggling with that... Um, I'm definitely never going to give up on is is being more affectionate and expressive. And again, um, this just to prove the points that I just made about growing up in, in your household and in the environments, kind of create your paradigm, create your lens, the way you see things. Um, not, to, not to take any more hits at my dad or anything, but I think he got passed on this, this style of living through his upbringing as well, but he was not not an affectionate or expressive person. You know, I never, I never saw him being affectionate. I never saw him be affectionate to my mom or outwardly express any of that stuff. And, uh, with, with my fiance, Jess, she's a very affectionate, very passionate person in those aspects. And that's what gives her fulfillment. And I completely understand that. And that's a place that I want to get to that I'm really working on getting to. I'm in, process of changing that paradigm and I'm improving and I'm working on it um, by continually implementing thoughts um, to get me there and that's that's one that I'm that I'm really working on and I know I'll get there and and uh, so that's 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 probably the biggest one in my life right now Um, another one (laughs) this is a big one actually that I changed that I never thought would be possible especially as a young kid 
I was probably the fussiest eater I had ever ever known in my life I would when I was growing up a little kid I'd stick to essentially a hot dog diet I loved hot dogs and I hated every other food (laughs) I hated anything mixed I ate like corn and carrots were like the only vegetables I ate uh it was actually a pretty big issue like I think my parents were pretty concerned and uh over the years I slowly developed more uh more better eating habits I guess I got to high school and I I said okay well if I don't want to be a skinny toothpick my whole life I got to start eating some more so I kind of started changing my paradigm there and then again over the last couple of years I really dove into okay well um, what I'm eating might not necessarily be the it was still a good diet but it wasn't it wasn't optimal it wasn't optimizing my health it wasn't optimizing my brain cognition and uh, I really wanted to improve that but I still didn't like these foods. I didn't like all these things. My fiance was eating like black bean salad with avocados and beans and lentils and like really healthy stuff. A lot of plant-based stuff, a lot of whole foods, quinoa and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, man, that is literally, I remember telling her this when we first started dating. I was like, that is literally the last thing I would eat. She'd be eating these this black bean salad. I was like, Jess, that looks absolutely disgusting. I will never eat that. And again, that was my paradigm. That was the way I saw it until I really wanted to change that. And I wanted to optimize my health. I wanted to optimize my brain capability. And through that thinking and through that repetitious thinking, I literally was essentially almost able to brainwash myself by saying, um, <laughs> I would, I remember this is the way I began to enjoy eating avocados. I would take an avocado, cut it in half and just put it in my mouth and just start eating it and I would I would just say mmm health mmm this is healthy this is so healthy as I was eating it and just imagining all these amazing health benefits and I honest to God truly enjoy avocados now I love that black bean salad I am almost pushing the pace in the health I cut out cheap meals I don't want to eat cheap meals I'm always looking for the healthiest meal the healthier the better I will eat it the last the last thing I'm working on is is seafood because I know there's a lot of health benefits through fish and again I thought fish would be the last thing I would ever eat now I'm starting to eat you know we just had jackfish the other night and uh, some bass a a bit of the lighter fish but I'm I'm starting to come around on fish because I realize the health benefits so again I've changed my perception in that I've changed my paradigm in that and it's um that's been very beneficial for me and I'm just so much more sharp I have so much more brain uh capacity and 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 clear and clarity and i'm just able to work harder work longer be more clear be more creative and it's just helping me so much in life and just through shifting these paradigms um another one is i told myself i was never i was never a morning person that i couldn't be energetic in the morning i would wake up groggy i'd want to sleep in again i was used to having late nights on the weekends so my paradigm, the way I viewed weekends was, oh, I got to sleep in, I got to be lazy. And then I kind of caught wind of this passion of mine. And I, I realized I had to do the work for it on on, on weekends and, and weeknights after work. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to change some things up. But because I had that drive, I had that reason, that, that why, I started putting thoughts in my head, you know, okay, I can do this. I can wake up early in the morning. I started trying it. I started setting my alarm, waking up early, um, 
and doing all my daily practices and honest to god i absolutely love mornings now i love waking up early on the weekends you know i just woke up at 5 a.m to to do work this weekend like i i love it i love uh i treat myself to coffee on weekends again i never drank coffee that was almost the paradigm shift <laughs> i was so against coffee and drinking coffee i didn't know why i just didn't want to be reliant on something and now i'll treat myself to coffees on the weekends when i wake up early so even through that i've shifted a paradigm um again this one's kind of related to the affectionate piece but i thought uh i thought being a man meant holding in your feelings holding in your emotions don't let anyone show your weaknesses don't be vulnerable you know that's what i thought a man was and i really had to shift my paradigm on that because i i saw that that was not benefiting me that wasn't benefiting me in relationships. That wasn't benefiting me internally. I was holding stuff in. When you hold stuff in, you can't be expressive. You can't you can't express your true nature. You're you're constricted. And I feel like a lot of physical and emotional pain comes from that. So I truly believe that now being a man is being vulnerable and showing emotions. I think there should be a whole new twist on what being a man is. And I've started to outwardly live that. And that's been a massive paradigm shift in my life as well. And uh, through the gym, another paradigm shift. I thought that being fit was being big and muscular, being as big as I could, you know. And I, again, I was pumping in it. I was eating when I wasn't hungry just to be muscular, just to be big. And I've shifted my paradigm on that, that I want to be completely holistically fit, mental clarity, um, my body needs to be healthy, my mind, my, my spirit, everything, my full encompassing body and mind needs to be healthy. And that was a big paradigm I shifted. And of course, uh, well, one other was also being judgmental. I was naturally judgmental. Again, this, this might have been because of my upbringing, my surroundings, my friend group, my family. There was a lot of judgment. There was a lot of judgment that went down. And because of that auto-programming, because I programmed that subconscious mind to react before I was able to process it, I would see someone that would set me off or maybe out of shape or, or something that, that I am ashamed that I was judgmental on. And instantly, before I could process it, I'm judging. I didn't even think about it instantly judgmental thoughts would come out of my mind and I'm thinking about this person in a judging way and I really wanted to change that because it didn't feel good and now I truly I see the same types of people and instead of feeling judgment I feel empathy I've shifted that that paradigm I've shifted that way of, of seeing instead of thinking instead of instantly judging I now I now fall back on empathy and I empathize for the person. I don't know what's going on in their life. They might not know the same, the same information I know. And if you don't know, if you don't have that information, then you can't act. So how am I to judge that? And I've really shifted that paradigm. And that's been, that, I'm actually really proud of that one because I, I, I wasn't proud of the way I acted with that before. And the name of this podcast, Surrendering Average, I thought I was destined to an average life. I thought I was destined to make average money. You know, I, I put all these limits on myself because my environments and what I believed in because of my upbringing, because of my life up until a couple of years ago was so average that I just expected and believed my life would be average because that's all I was creating until I learned to shift these paradigms and use these other nine tactics to experience a massive, massive shift or change. Um, so yeah, 
that was, uh, those are, those are paradigms that I've literally shifted within like two years. It, so, and this is coming from a person who didn't believe in any of this stuff I'm really doing, I guess, you know, I didn't, well, A, I didn't know that the information was out there and, and B, I didn't really know if it would work for me because I, I, I held those paradigms. So I'm, I'm here to explain my scenarios to help you have belief and faith that you can do the exact same thing. I am honestly the most average person and I'm surrendering. I'm evolving past that. And I want to share my journey with you and help you evolve past that as well. So shifting paradigms isn't just, oh, let's, let's just think of something I want new. Like there's, it's kind of back between this whole, these, all these 10 steps put together, but I'll give you a kind of quick how to process that you can try on something a bit smaller in your life. And if it, if it works and you see results, then you can start um, amplifying the types of situations or habits that you want to change. I'll just, I'll just share you. Uh, the, it's kind of four step process. Bob Proctor, he's, he's kind of in this field, personal development field as well. And he, he, has a program on change your shift your paradigm and that's kind of like his whole basis of teaching so i pulled kind of a few steps that he shared that I, i'd like to share with you guys that you can instantly implement um right away into your life <clears throat> so step one is write down one thing a habit goal or challenge you have not resolved yet describe it in as much detail as possible now you need to write this down you can't just have it in your head you need to write it down because we need to uncover what's in our subconscious. So we really need to reflect on all that stored information that's in the subconscious. It's not in the conscious mind. So we really need to take time to, to get down there, to, to dig deep and understand what's, what's in that subconscious. Step two, you need to write down every association that you connect with the habit, goal, or challenge you want to overcome or achieve. Everything you think about, good, bad, anything, that that thought of it brings to your mind. So anything about the challenge, anything about the goal, anything about the habit that comes to your mind, literally ex everything on paper until you can't think of anything else. Once you have that on paper, kind of take a look at it, get familiar with it. And then step three, you need to question what you've written down. You need to question these paradigms. So essentially what you've written down is this paradigm, is the way you view things, is the way you view this goal, this habit, this challenge you need to overcome. So that's essentially your paradigm. Everything you've written down is your beliefs on it. So now you need to focus on the things you wrote down, mainly the negative things. So the ones that kind of pop at you as very negative. So the example for me was changing my grumpy habit. Um, coming home, not, not grumpy. Um, I, I would write down everything. And let's say one thing I wrote out was not acting nice to Jess when I, when I get home or I have low energy, you know, those, those were the main ones affecting my life. So I would really focus in on those. And then I would ask myself, why do I think like this? Where does it come from? Why do I act like this? Where did I get such an idea that I, like, this is how I should show up after work? How would my life be better without, without these actions, without these thoughts that I'm feeling when I get home? It's important to write out the thoughts you have when you're in these, in these actions. 
So what thoughts was I having when I get home from work? Well, I'd be grumpy. My thoughts were, I'm tired, I'm lazy, you know, I don't want to talk. Those were my thoughts. So I would have, I have to question these thoughts that I'm having all on paper. Now keep going deeper until you found the root cause, the root cause of, of, of these feelings, of these thoughts and everything. And then step four. You need to pump in new information into your subconscious. So now you need to alter your subconscious. So now you're aware of what your subconscious is thinking. You kind of understand, okay, I kind of understand where it's coming from. For me, I understood that it was coming from my father, from my upbringing. That's kind of how he acted. So I, I absorbed that information as a child. And now I'm living it because, because my subconscious has stored all that information. And my brain was releasing these, these, these neurochemicals because I experienced this situation growing up. So now you need to pump in the new information into your subconscious. You can create an affirmation that will assist in reprogramming the subconscious mind by daily repeating a phrase into your conscious mind. So example, an example for me, for my grumpiness. Uh, a affirmation could be, I am happy, I'm caring guy who shows up after work with lots of energy and love. So that could be an affirmation. Now I would want to write down this affirmation every single morning and every single night. I want to think about this new affirmation. I want to think about this new way of showing up as much as humanly possible and also understand why I want it. So for me, I understood, well, I want it because I want to improve my relationship. I want to better, I want to better my relationship with Jess. In turn, that'll give me a better life. Like I knew why I wanted it. It wasn't just, oh, I don't want to be grumpy. You need to really fundamentally understand why and then write this affirmation and then throughout your day especially morning and night whatever you need to do write a reminder to write it down and repeat it constantly repeat this phrase and you need that will help reprogram the subconscious you're pumping in that new information in your subconscious you're not just letting it run aimlessly you're putting control on what your subconscious mind takes in and then in turn will will change those those chemicals to be released so instead of releasing the same chemicals at the same time like i was releasing the same neurochemicals at the same time when i would walk home now i'd pump in that new information and i would break i would break that pattern and i'd be aware that i wanted to show up a new way and and this works because your focus becomes your reality start thinking about new and improved thoughts possibilities every single day if your focus is, is just aimlessly wandering around, your, your focus isn't on improving it. It's never going to improve. It's not just going to do it itself. You need to absolutely have discipline and consistency with this. It's absolutely necessary for this to work. And where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So your energy is necessary for results. So you need to be putting your attention on this, like I said, every single day or it's not going to work. So try with something small, uh, just a small habit or something you want to alter and just put so much focus, write down your affirmations, at least in the morning, at least at night. Try to consistently think about this, get obsessed about changing this. And then you'll see that in turn, this will change your subconscious mind and you'll be able to to show up in new ways. That's pretty much it for for the information for the episode on paradigm. So I hope you enjoyed what I've shared and it's time to see the world through a new perspective. Create new paradigms so you can surrender the average aspects of your life. 
It's absolutely transformed my life and I hope it can do the same for you. So thank you very much for listening, everyone, and I hope you have a great day. See ya.